Okay. All right, I think we got it. <laughs> All right. I think so, I got uh, I think so I everyone my uh, thing on. <laughs> nah, yeah, it should be. Well, my name is Drew. It's your boy, Unique. So this is the Behind the Gold podcast. This is our first episode. Uh, I don't think there's a better way to come in than coming in with this blockbuster deal we just had happen today. Man, it feels uh, like Christmas all over again with these with these trades going man, on. Man, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's, I mean, a three-way trade that, I mean, it sent the NBA world up into, I mean, flames. People are just going insane about it. Um, we can talk a little bit about the backstory before we get into that, pretty much how it led up to it. Um, last night's game, Lakers, Lakers Rockets. What do you think about that? <laughs> that looked like a dumpster fire mixed with, like, I don't know, whatever else that, that can go bad. James Harden then looked, looked uninterested. He yeah. he just pretty much that was his statement. He was ready to go. That was that was that was the statement game right there. Yeah, yeah. I'm surprised he didn't quit halfway. I'm surprised he didn't <laughs> came back at the halftime. Because I mean he was just wasn't hustling, he wasn't walking, he should have no care. And then that led to people like DeMarcus Cousins doing the same thing. Because yeah. I know it's like he would complain about every call and just just walk up to court and not care. And, and like it, it feels like it's, it hindered everybody else. Like everybody else was really trying to play, and then you just and then to go the whole the go nine games in nine games in just to run run and to run like that and just end like that come back like that like you started off the season not really caring. <laughs> Yeah, like you, how many? Like he missed the whole like preseason, didn't he? D- damn near. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was. I mean, he was. He was getting. He's fat. <laughs> like they always make the mean pictures of him. What we look like if he was chunky, and then here he's he like Rick Ross. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't understand it. And you know, like you just gave up, bro. And like, why even come back? The, the, like you brought negative energy to that team, and I. You know, like getting Oladipo, I think is going to put a spark on them. I don't think they're good enough to to win out the first round, but I think that you know they're going to be a decent playoff team. They're going to be in there. They might win two games in the first round, maybe one. They're definitely going to be a decent playoff team. I think because I think the energy that John Wall and um, Boogie Cousins brought brought to the Rockets this year just alone because they got to be back together at um to ante. That's why I feel yeah, like yeah. if if like if Harden never left, if Harden um, like really bought in, they could actually do something crazy because their team is not bad. And then so, so just thinking you're just relieving a lot of the scoring um from losing Harden, but you're getting Vic, and Vic's been he's been on decent incline ever since coming back from the injury. Like so, yeah. I'm not going I'm not going to say he, oh he's just like he's washed up and like that, but it's he's, it's he's good off the bench. Yeah, but ooh, cause that's cause their whole lineup is gonna change, especially especially now. Like I've been hearing on this rumblings that PJ Tucker might be on the on train block too. Like people are interested in him. I can see him going to the Lakers. Lakers trying to get everybody, man. Dang, they need to now. <laughs> you gotta go. You got Harden, and man, I, I don't know. I don't know how they're gonna mesh. I'm not uh, the Nets. I'm not sold on, and you know, and. I don't think they know what's going on with Kyrie. I think this is what triggered this trade today and pushed it is because they don't know what's going on with Kyrie. So I think Harden was like an emergency grab right away. Like I think they wanted him, but I think that they did it so fast because no one knows what's going on with Kyrie. 
Kyrie don't even know what's going on with Kyrie. Yeah, so, you know, I, I still don't believe in the Nets. I still don't think they're going to make it to the finals. I'm not sold on it. I, I don't see it. They gave up Allen. They gave up Prince. You know, they you know they gave up a lot to get him that was on their bench. They did. Because it, it's like they only have, like, they literally only have, like, six people on their roster, yeah. I think, like, in my mind. <laughs> so, I, and they gave up uh, Rodion's Cruis and, uh, you know, they just gave up a lot. They get and they gave up second. They gave a couple. They a gave bunch a, of picks, a bunch of picks. So <laughs> and they've been notorious for this, bro. Didn't they do this with the Celtics? Yeah, they did it with the Celtics so, like, to, to get KG, on, to get KG and, and uh, Paul Pierce. So you know, you guys are gonna be good for a year or two, and we're gonna see what they did. They didn't even they didn't win with that team. So like this is like this is just deja vu. It's deja vu, but it's like with younger people because with them it was just like okay, you're 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 you traded all that for declining stars. Yeah, this is like you're still you're still in your prime. You still got prime oh, stars. Yeah. So, so but only thing is, it look they look amazing. They look like a freaking all star team on paper. But like on again, paper like you said, for the starting five, and then you get onto the bench, and it looks like the G League team. And what's even worse is that you got James Harden. You but you still but Kyrie. What are you ha- getting with? Him? And then Kyrie fully hasn't committed to the team. Like he hasn't. He don't. Yeah, he, he hasn't. Always. Like and the, like. I was afraid of something like this would happen, especially after the interview with Kyrie was stating that I'll need to really talk with uh, Steve Nash. Like, bro, yeah, what? Yeah, where'd that come from? <laughs> he was happy about it. <laughs> like, bro, he was happy about it when it happened. So he's pulling a mind more move. He's, he's not going to play right now. I don't think he's going to retire. He's just going to focus on whatever the hell he's doing right now. I don't I, know what he's doing. I need whoever's going to listen. I need whoever's listening to this. Comment like figure out. Do you think Kyrie's gonna have an early retirement or early just not play no more? Like he's just gonna just fall off. Like you said, pull a Maya Moore, just be there. Just <laughs> still... it's wild. I I don't like it. I don't like what I mean. I don't like what the Nets did. I think the true winner is. I mean, I think the Cavs did all right. The Cavs, you know, Jared Allen is, like, is not a bad player, but they're clogging themselves. They're doing the same thing Philly did, like not too many years ago, with by oh, yeah, all these yeah. centers. They're, like... they're, who are they going to move now? That's the thing. Are they, are they moving Drummond? Are they moving Love? Are they going to move Nance? Like, what are y'all doing? Like you guys got, you guys got four bigs that are legit starters right now, and they all warrant a big contract. And they're twenty four seven. Oh, stay here. Uh, I think we lost. It had him. to be the Pacers because I ain't never see the Pacers slip, slip. I mean, yeah. Okay, I feel like the yeah, Pacers actually got the best. The um, the best. They out did. Of this. They got a great deal. So you got rid of Oladipo, who's going to be done after this year, anyways. And you and, and you got Lavert. He's tied up for what two or three years. Yeah, and you're he's what twenty six, and he's balling. Like I mean, forty three points the other night, and you got a second round pick. So in today's league, you can second round picks are steals. You can get you can get really good plays. Exactly. Like we know, second round picks are like sometimes the more uh, Brogdon, for example, he yeah. won rookie of the year. Shoot, with it. Draymond. They all like a lot of a lot of people. Not Draymond, but Isaiah Thomas. Like a lot of people went second round that actually turned up to be something that nobody thought. Yep. <laughs> so it's it's. So I, because I never look at first rounds anymore, because I'm like, okay, like those are those are the big names that we already know. I want to see the names that I don't know that that have a little uh, push behind them. So I, and because usually Pacers get are usually the ones holding like all the luggage in trades like this, because we're just like the last leg on it. Like, oh yeah, 
we're gonna give them these couple, couple players just so I can make this thing work. Yeah, I mean, you gotta look at it like second round, like Tyrese Maxey from the Sixers. He was drafted twenty first. Yeah, he you was. know, he wasn't even. I don't think he was predicted to go in the first round. He wasn't. And look at look at Peyton Pritchard, which was twenty six, closer to the second round. So those are players that you can get later that ball out. Uh, Trey Jones. Trey Jones actually um, was was one of them that pulled out. Yeah. Shoot. Um, and then don't even think about people you the people from G League. Like there's a lot of the people, a lot of talent coming that get picked yeah. up second round that don't that Chris don't. Middleton, bro, didn't even get drafted. Was straight from the G League and now look at him. So shoot, Fred I mean, you know G League. Exactly. <laughs> there's a lot of players that you can pick up. Um I think Cassius Stanley, the Pacers got fifty fourth was a was a really good. That was up. a steal. Like what's yep. crazy is cause I remember his 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 highlights during when he was in high school. Just to see, I would have guessed he would have went in the first round. Jordan Nora from Louisville, the Bucks got forty fifth. I like that pick. See, it's that's why I like these big name trades. Like sometimes you look, you look at the, the little, little smaller names because sometimes all they need is a different change of scenery to have an explosion. Yep. Because that's what the Patriots did with uh, Vic and Sabonis. Because when we got him for OKC, everybody was looking at us like we was the like we was the dumbest team ever. <laughs> like what y'all? Do? <laughs> Yeah, I agree. Do. And then Sabonis is, uh, uh, I mean, a top, what top, damn near top five big now. Yeah, he was all star. I mean, and he and warns that uh, that top five now. Yeah, he's a, he's place. a top three big and probably a top fifteen to twenty player in the league. And he doesn't, and he's not flashy. Nope, doesn't care. <laughs> he's like he's like kind of like Jokic. Yeah, they just do what they got to do to win, you know. So that's why I feel like the like I don't think. The West is gonna shake up that much because this trade. No. The East, I don't. I don't think either side really gets shaken up that much. No, the East just. I think the Rockets got slightly. I think they got worse, but better for like team wise. They got better team wise, and I feel like they they made out better in yeah like the future. Long future, they're set. They got rid of that. Because um, I, I don't we don't know. know. About the we don't know about the draft picks. Those draft picks they got so far ahead. I mean, like, I think. Yeah, like, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, 2026. You're, like, what the hell are we going to do with that? You're talking about, like, people that's. Eighth, eighth graders, bro. Eighth graders. <laughs> I don't pay attention to eighth graders to know if they're going to be good. <laughs> no. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not a believer in the Nets. I still think the Bucks and the Celtics and the Heat, I still think they're better. Um, I don't think I think talent wise, probably the Nets are better than the Heat, but the Heat's going to come in playoff wise and they're going to dominate. We've seen it, and they're a set, set complete team. So I believe in the Heat more than the Nets. Uh, yeah. The Nets got KD, so like you know he can single handedly take out a team. When we've seen I that. mean, men come back from an Achilles, a torn Achilles, and now he's like back to form, like almost triple doubles. Bro, like he's, he's scoring better than he used to. <laughs> like he jumped, like. I, like I know, people always say like there's no way, but I feel like he's jumping back, jumping higher than what he did when he before he got injured. Like he's... yeah, it's because he had to work on his legs, bro. Because he had his little hockey legs for a while, and that's all he could do. Because he had him... strength in there, and that Achilles. Because him, because the last game they just played, like just watching some of the highlights of his moves, like his 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 just strength into the basket now is ridiculous. Like it used yeah. to be like okay, he's gonna bounce off a couple people. No, he's running straight through. He's looking like Giannis kind of. <laughs> yeah, the the Nets are they're there. It's just no bench. That's what scares me. That's what the the Bucks have a bench. Yeah, that's what happened with uh, that's what happened with LeBron with uh, when he was with the Cavs. Like you run, you 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 have a good first, I'm starting five that you can at least run up around the score. But then come time we need to take a rest, 
Yeah. You got nobody to rely on because NBA oh yeah. NBA um on ESPN, whoever made that that projected starting list for the um, for the Nets. They don't know. You should lose your job. You yeah, should lose your job. Ain't no way you put Joe Harris and Jeff Green in and just leave. Why, why would Jeff Green be the five, bro? First of all, you, you got to no. DeAndre Jordan's gonna be the five. I was he like, they have no defense. Something had to be. I was like, somebody just was sleeping on a job and just yeah. And so I said on my on my Facebook post or on my Facebook, uh, somebody said that on the status. I'm like, bro, you play basketball. Why would you like? You just you watch too much ESPN. To know that, like, come on, bro. They have no defense. DeAndre Jordan all. has to be at the rim and rebound. Because you putting Joe Harris. Starting. Yeah, he needs he needs to be their sixth man to be a scorer. They, they have no scoring off the bench, especially because but they lost Prince too. Yep, and it's because it's just him, Larry Shaman, because he's still on there, and then like and he don't, he ain't even playing. He's been playing like three minutes a game, bro. So he went from the Clippers to them. On the Clippers, bro, he was averaging like 13, 14. He was balling. Like he was like he looked like he was up next the way he was playing in the playoffs. Like he was yeah. he's so somebody it, you should look into in fantasy, I think. I think he's gonna get a big bump. I was sure about that. Cause it was, it was just some people I was just waiting to see what they because I'm like like it's like nine games in. I was like, maybe some of these people I have is gonna just like yeah. show up. But then here goes Michael Porter Jr. out. And then cause and then I hate that they don't tell you they're gonna be out until like like literally right before the game starts. So I'm like, okay, yeah. so I just leave somebody in there and get no points. <laughs> yeah, my fantasy is not doing too well right now. I'm I'm looking very, very uh rookie-ish. Nah, <laughs> it's weird right now. Yeah, I mean, like, come on. So they still got Bruce Brown, who's an all right defender. I'm excited to see Nick Claxton. He is somebody I've been wanting to see just to just to get a tape, because I'm like that's the only good thing about these, because now you get the people that's been on the team that just never got no playing time exactly. actually like get a chance to shine. Yep. But come on now, like we know we know their lineup, and I'm gonna say it now: if Kyrie comes back, he needs to come back. But if not, then it's Harden's gonna be the point guard. Do you think? Do you think in the back of the like the the um, the front office of the Nets, do you think in the back of their mind they're thinking about what moves they can make with Kyrie because... I think, I think they're looking to trade Kyrie. Because you ain't no way you start off this early doing this type of nonsense. Where, <laughs> when, well, yeah. Like, and you where, just got KD back. Who wants him? He's like, they are becoming untouchable. And I'm like, that's the... Like, I feel like he's going to... Like, he's going to... I feel like he's having a sort of same, like trajectory as like AI did like once he left this once he left Philly it was just like he became a journeyman honestly I mean the only thing I can see and this obviously would have to be okay with KD is a Nets Wizards trade Kyrie for Westbrook swap and that would have to be okay with KD but then you get the gang back together and that would actually be really fun to watch yeah but then we just have that same situation in the Rockets though with Harden and Russ, though, even regardless, Warren, it was like it was probably under this, like, just yeah, and, of the play you know, that, that's going to be an issue. And the coaching you, and stuff. Where else can you trade him? I mean, you know, because I mean, Lillard, that would be cool to see Lillard with Brooklyn, yeah, but Lillard's it had to be it would have to be Portland trading because Lillard yeah. said he doesn't he would not leave. Ah, uh, that that I don't think I, I, it's either. And my my feeling is Kyrie's either a going to play the Nets or he's setting out the whole season. I don't see him going anywhere else. 
he has to play. Like, you know this is a good chance to win. Like, I don't know what he's thinking, like, wasting all this time. I mean, you could send him to Philly and try to get Ben Simmons. Yeah. That, yeah. I mean, there's not much you can do. Uh, who needs a point guard? I mean, you can try to ship him to Toronto and try to get Lowry and Picks or, or Fred, but. Because I know they're, well, Fred, Fred's stuck in. They really want Fred. Like, Lowry. Yeah, Fred's a beast. Like, I, wouldn't let him, I wouldn't let him go for no damn Kyrie problems. No, nah, no. Nah. And I can see, no I can see Lowry. I mean, I guess the Clippers. Who do you ask for, though? I mean, you're going to have to. It's Paul George. To, yeah, that's the only person that can probably mind. Paul George or uh, a mixture between, like, Morris and uh, shoot. I mean, if it ain't PG, then you're going to have to give up uh, your whole bench, damn near. You're, you're yeah. going to want Lou Williams. And, you know, PG's capable of running the point. He does it a lot, actually, with the Clippers. But I just don't I, – I don't think there's enough shots to go around for those three. It's not. I think they, they need to get a – Someone like Fred would be perfect for them because he can control that ball and give. You don't need to shoot it. Yeah, because I was going to say the Nuggets, but I'm like the Nuggets love their core, other other guards and. Yeah, Murray. I don't think that. I don't think they'll let go Murray. Yeah, that's a yeah. I'm hey, telling you, brother. Only the only person I can see, bro, is is a Kyrie Russ swap. That's the only logical one. Or you ship him back to Boston for Kimba or something. <laughs> You know, it would be funny if they went back to the Rockets and be like, hey, yo, can we get John Wall? We'll give you <laughs> Kyrie with Yeah, it. you know, something like that. <laughs> like, and I can see – I mean, what if what if Kimba was on this Brooklyn team and Kyrie's back with Boston? I would enjoy it. I would I think, I think it. it. I think it would help. Or, you know, it would be even crazier. What if, like, what if it ended up getting, like, Lonzo or something? What if they made a trade with the Pelicans? Yeah, uh, yeah see, that will work. That would work because you need. They you, would, they you would rather have a, a, a pass first. Up. Yeah, you have to get a lot of people up. You wouldn't just be Lonzo could not or just like be the main. Yeah, Fox. Yeah, I'll go back to Cleveland because Cleveland has because. Yeah, send him back to Cleveland. Yeah, let him he, let him deal with that bullshit and see how he acts. Because he said he wants to be a leader. Because ain't no team he can't, he he right, to, yeah, he's not gonna he be a leader. Yeah, he ain't leading shit. Like you, how you gonna team up with KD and say you want to be a leader of a team? Like no, exactly. What about Brogdon? Mm, that's that actually nice. That would be nice. I think forgetting about the Kings. The Kings have a lot of actual people on their team that they can between the, De'Aaron yeah, Fox. Yeah, so they can they can then, literally send De'Aaron Fox and someone like healed for Kyrie, and then because they don't and like then they could and then they, and then they, uh, healed yeah, and they, they don't like each other. Oh no! And then and then. Hill could replace the the shooting that you get from Joe Harris, and because Joe Harris will warrant warrant his own trade. Dude, Joe Harris will probably go in the trade, I'd assume. Which is it's not yeah. bad. I mean, you can send Kyrie and Harris for Fox. But you still and you still could you? But the only thing is, I still want them to get another. Center. I would get Whiteside because they ain't playing Whiteside. Yeah, yeah, I'll either. Yeah, I'll definitely take Whiteside because you're because they're playing everybody else. You're like you're playing Rashad, um, Rashawn. I can't say his name correctly all the time. Um, like I still don't know why like, Hassan went went there anyway. Like, no one you had he a, was like, bro, I don't, he went from dominating to what the hell happened? 
he went he went to dominate and then he then he had like that treacher where he just like dropped off the face of earth then he got back to um to um portland kind of revitalized yeah. and now he's just like i mean you, you <laughs> could send Kyrie and harris to to the kings for like Halliburton, which I I like him a lot. Mm. Healed and white side. Mm. That could work. That could work. So I don't think they have big contracts. And you don't either. even need Halliburton to start. Like you can just start. You can start Harden at the one and just throw Healed at the two. I mean Harden already because Harden he wants to play the ball. All of, he wants he, the ball. He's so used to it. Yeah. And and again, like KD, the way KD plays, it works for him. To like let the game come yeah. to him, so let shoot. Only thing, only thing he wouldn't want to happen is the same thing that happened with uh, was the same thing that happened with um, with Russ. Is because during that playoff season when when uh, Katie decided to actually leave OKC, is because Russ would run the clock down until it was like two seconds exactly. left, and you have nothing to do but to shoot it up. So I feel like if 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 they can get hard and understand that, that we don't want to play seven seconds, we don't want to play, like, the shot clock all the way down, cool. We got it. I don't know. Well, yeah. I mean, personally, I want to see I want to see Russ and a Kyrie swap. I want to see those three back together in Brooklyn. Just, just yeah. for the love of basketball. Because I, I love seeing them. I love seeing KD and Russ when they was at the All-Star game. Like, it just it felt right. <laughs> Like it, like it felt like unfinished business, you know. Yeah. So then, you know, you're you would have a lineup that could be Russ and Harden, KD, DeAndre Jordan, and then you can figure out about that four spot. I guess like Jeff Green, but. <laughs> and then, like you bringing out like uh, Sergi Baca and stuff. Like <laughs> that'd be funny if you just is OKC just in Brooklyn. Hey, I mean, yeah, I, I mean. Cause I don't think he, I don't think he's, I don't think he got a big contract when he went to the Clippers. No, nah, he didn't. Um, I mean, and if you trade, you know, I, what's going to happen with Bradley Beal too? I wonder. I mean, Bradley Beal and Kyrie would be interesting, but they ain't got nothing else there. Yeah, because all they got is uh, uh, Hachimura, and then like, and then like uh, Thomas and uh, Thomas Bryant. And he's hurt for the whole year. So, I mean, he got uh, Davis Burton's or whatever. And yeah, then you Burton's. got Denny, the new, the new guy that got drafted, which he's showing promise. But. It's like, it's like, because they're, 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 shoot, their season is already pretty much down because they're already talking about uh, <laughs> firing uh, the coach already. So, I mean, because <laughs> they had the worst record yeah. in the NBA. Um, well, I'm, I'm just like, I, it's wild. No? It's wild. I, you gotta like. I wish, I, I wish it was just a, a fair shake of some of these teams because some of these teams put all this money towards these players. Like I forgot, I forgot who said it, uh, but they were talking about that some of these some of these front offices giving these players too much power, and then they fit, and then the players figure out they can do all this stuff. Because yeah, because I feel like because look at Harden's like his past like. Man started the sixth man, and now he's like he became the man in Houston, and then he got an even bigger head to like call out all his other teammates. Like that's the most like non chemistry person ever. I know because yeah. I ain't never seen nobody do that. No. <laughs> At least actually. Hey, so what about what about this trade? What about Kyrie to the Heat and you get Goran Dragic? 
but you obviously ask for other pieces, yeah. like maybe Tyler Hero or Duncan Robinson. But like, shoot, they, you know, they you send Kyrie there and try to get Dragic and Hero and maybe some picks. I don't think they're gonna give rid of Hero because remember they they wasn't gonna give a Hero for um, Harden. No, I mean they they don't want to. I think for the right deal they would, but it would have to be a lot. Um, I mean Kendrick Nunn. I mean you could go after Dragic, Kendrick Nunn, and some first round picks for Kyrie, and I think Dragic can help. Not really run that offense, but he would be better with that ball. I would, I would actually try to get, I would try to get um, Drogic, but I'll also try to get um, what's his, what's his but name? You, you're uh, gonna want Duncan Robinson in the deal. Either Duncan Robinson, or you'll try to take uh, uh what's his name, Kelly Olynyk. Yeah, I mean Olynyk's nice, but. You you you're gonna ask for hero or you're gonna ask for Duncan. Yeah, you're gonna, you're gonna want you're gonna want one of those to go along with uh go along with it, of course, because it's Kyrie. Only thing, and then yeah. and then the Heat would probably would be would be like optimistic about that trade just because we see how Jimmy Butler can kind of reel people in. Yeah, exactly. Like I I can see Kyrie in Miami. Like a thousand percent, and 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 like Jimmy Butler be like, oh yeah, he gets my nerves, but he's yeah, like he's cool. Like I feel like he'll reel him in because I thought KD was supposed to reel him in, but now KD's like enabling Kyrie's nonsense. KD's probably irritated. He's like, hey, you gotta do what he's gotta do. But the fact that he told his teammates, he's like, I told the teammates, but I didn't tell the coaches that I was going not gonna play. I was like, yeah. you're making yourself look bad, and that makes it hard for your trade like that. Like those little little instances makes it makes trading hard and and to get what you're really like worth because you're screwing everybody else over on the long run. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I hope he plays. I'd like to see those three together. I think it would be fun. I'd rather see Russ over there than Kyrie. So I hope they pull some bullshit and trade that. I doubt it's gonna happen. Um, I know we're coming up on thirty minutes, and that's what we wanted to keep the first episode at. Yeah. Um, so real quick, let's get into a little bit of football. Oh, yes. We talked a little bit earlier about Watson. Yes. Um, and Tua. So I know there's been some stuff going around in the Dolphins locker room about they're they're not sure about Tua being a leader. They're not sure if he's gonna be that Mahomes, Watson, Lamar Jackson, Jackson type player. He's not I love Tua. I, I love Tua, like I loved him in college, but he doesn't have that that it factor the one the one that, no, that pushes doesn't. you like he's good in a certain play style like i, I mean i would take jalen hurts over him. i think the eagles got a, a killer deal with hurts in the second it's the same thing in college i thought i was gonna put i would i would definitely take hurts i was like yeah so you know i i'm I, if i'm if i'm the dolphins and i get watson i run with it yeah get on why he's and then you could even try to get you could even try to get fuller you know like bring fuller over because i believe I know he was out for for the rest of the season with the bull crap that happened, but is he is he going to be a free agent or is it on his final year? I think he's on his final year. I believe he's on his final year. He's one or the other. I got to look it up, but you know, I try to get Fuller. You know, so I'll definitely try to get Fuller. Watson is definitely going to have a year because he's hungry. Because like this man was like teary eyed multiple games. Like he just wants to win, and I was like. Let that man win. Put, put him on the team. Yeah. Let him win. Like, uh, I mean, I I get Watson. You know, if, if you bring Watson over there, they're they're competing with the Bills. Yes, and it's I want and I want that competition because it's the bill. Like the Bills have such an easy road sometimes because like they have no comp- they have no nothing stopping them. 
really, right? No. But but what do you give up to get them? That's the that's the conundrum. Like, I mean, so if if I'm Miami and Houston's like, we want two in the third overall pick, I don't do it. No, no, definitely won't do that. I mean, they got so they have the 18th, the 36th, and the 50th. Mm. So like I I would be like hey we'll give you Tua and the thirty or the Tua and the eighteenth pick for Watson, or we'll give you Tua the thirty sixth and the fiftieth. But I'm not giving up the fifth. Third is yeah third is I, untouchable. I, I'm not even thinking about third it. is third is definitely untouchable. That the eighteenth and and unless unless they want to trade the third for Watson and then they they move Tua in a different like different, different direction. Uh... So like, uh, what does Houston have? Let me see what Houston has. Yeah, because I forgot what Houston. Houston, I forgot what Houston has. I think it's a, it's in the. I thought it was in the top fifteen. I think they are. I want to see what the moves are going to be for these next couple teams. I want to see what the coaches' moves going to be for coach wise yeah. and for quarterback wise. I really want to see what's going to happen because the Browns are actually showing showing out right now. So I need to see what they're going to do. And then I heard, I. I I want to see what the rebuild is going to be with the Steelers. Well, no, no, the Texans don't because that trade they did. Mm. Remember that trade they sent earlier oh, in the year? Yeah. Uh, was it last year? Yeah. For the offensive lineman. Yeah, they did. They did. They did. Mm. Well, it was, uh, I remember it. They traded a. Uh, uh, Tunzel. It was Tunzel and Kenny Stills. For the Ooh, Texans, two first round picks. They did, and I think that I think those it. picks are this year. I think that's it. Mm. So yeah, that top three, th- no, that third pick for the Dolphins, that should be the Texans. Was well, remember well, because they're talking about how how the Texans, uh, yeah, that that's supposed to be the Texans. Oh well, shoot, the Texans is look um, look like they might be in favor then. At least, at least I think that's that's what happened. I think it was supposed to be the Texans, but you know, it, it, they don't even have anything to give up. So I would not trade two and a third for Watson. I wouldn't do it. I would give them the eighteenth and two for Watson and like a like a, a future. It's, pick. Too, it's too it's too much talent to give up that third pick. Like, yeah, I mean, they're because you know they're gonna go. They're if if they keep Tua, I think they go Devonte Smith. Yes, you'll be you'll be. If they uh, don't. If they don't go, if they go Watson, I think they're going to draft the best offensive lineman they can. Yeah, I would. Which depends what the Jets do because I don't know what the Jets are going to do. That one's throwing me off because they can either go QB, um, or they can go. I mean, they can go Justin Fields. They can go Zach Wilson. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm not sure. the The Oregon offensive lineman is going to be the first one taken. Oh yeah, he. I he, think it's they, Pen- they Penny so Swell much. or something. Yeah, they showed him a lot. They're like, he is definitely warranted for what of uh, for a couple teams. So, yeah. so it's going to be a talk. That's why, like, that's why I was still worrying about the 18th pick because I'm like, I don't know. It's interesting. I mean, if. If Miami's going to give up that third pick with Tua for Watson, then they're going to have to get more involved. Definitely, man. So I, I don't know I'm what's ex- going to happen. I'm, I'm excited. It's, it's, it's a, it's, it's, 
This is what I mean, this, this is Watson in Miami. Watson in can Miami. You, can you imagine Watson and Devontae Parker? I can see nice. I can see it. I can see celebrations everywhere. Like because love Tua, love Tua, but it's just not it's not it's just not for him in Miami. He, he yeah. Like shoot, he can go. He can be good somewhere like Philly or something. <laughs> give him something. Give him something to work with out there. Because that place that that place style in Miami just does not fit what he what he's known. So like if I. I... You know, if I'm uh, the Texans and I can I swindle that from Miami, I'd do it in a heartbeat. I just want to see. In a heartbeat. If you can oh. get Watson to Miami and you can get Miami to send you both their first-round picks and to it, you do it right away. Oh, yeah. Like, because you don't then think you twice. can go offensive tackle or whatever or defense. And, I mean, you know, you get you – get, Oh, we're kind of lost yeah, my, my mom's <laughs> calling me. But... Uh, <laughs> gotta love yeah, the fans. Yeah, yeah. so, <laughs> no, um, yeah, if, if I'm Miami, if I'm Miami and I can, I can send Watson or get Watson from um, Houston, yeah. I, I would do it depending on what it is. But if, if you're Houston and you can swindle two first-round picks and two out of them for it, I'd do that instantly. Yeah, it's going. It's going to be a battle to see who, because nobody wants to come out on the on the low end of it. But I feel like it's no real low end on either side. So it should be interesting to see how that how that and how that whole scenario goes. Because the season's almost up, playoffs is already in, in in form. So we got that to look forward to. Up oh, there, you and are. Then. I'm still. I'm. Yeah. yeah. Hear me? <laughs> no, we can. We can definitely wrap this up. Um, but that's just a little bit of what we're going to talk about today. It's been about 35 minutes. We're going to do longer, longer sessions. But uh, this is a little bit of what what we want to talk about. Yeah. This. If you guys want to comment anything below about uh, anything you want us to talk about, we can. If you want to be a guest, definitely hit us up. Oh uh, yeah, because we definitely have a lot more topics, a lot more uh, sports issues going on the world. I'm um, going on because it's a lot of stuff always going on daily. <laughs> oh, he was cutting it out. What was that? Oh, I was I was uh, seeing if he was still there because yeah, it was yeah. cut out. Technical difficulties, people. <laughs> Technical difficulties. Man, still learning this. Still learning this. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, you can go ahead and finish it up. What you want to talk about? Um, and if you want, I mean, we can just do this later again when I get back. Because it was solid. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> it, it was solid. Hey. Well. Anyway, everybody appreciate y'all for checking us out. Look out for more BTG. Uh, Content coming on IG, on Facebook as well. 
Remember, give us a like, share, subscribe, follow. You know, let us know if you have any questions, if you want to talk about anything. It can be outside of uh, sports. It can be music, movies, whatever. Oh, yeah. Music, movies, anime, gaming, yeah, whatever yeah, you yeah. anything on this side. And, uh, I mean, if you want to be a guest, <laughs> let us know. We can get you on here. If you want any shout-outs, let us know. We're here. Yes, sir. <laughs> yep, well, this has been Drew. It's been my guy, Neat. So, hit us up. Be on the lookout for uh, episode two coming probably in the next week or so. Um, if sure. anything bigger happens in the next couple of days, I'm sure we'll be right on here talking about it. Already. <laughs> All right, then. Later. Yep. So this is Drew of Behind the Gold Podcast. I uh, got a long time buddy, Logan Riley, on tonight. Hello. So we're going to get into the NFL, um, talk a little bit about the games this weekend. Philip Rivers, uh, NFL draft, trade rumors, and just quarterbacks possibly going to new teams. Um, we'll start off with the Philip Rivers news of him retiring, kind of leaving the Colts in awe. Not sure what they're going to do. Uh, what is your thoughts on that, Logan? Well, I think the first thing is, you know, I want to personally congratulate Philip on, you know, an amazing 17-year career. Uh, as, a, as a Broncos fan, uh, I know how much of a pain in the side he can be to any team that's on the opposing side of him. So, uh, I mean, the guy had a stellar career. Uh, he's He had an amazing, you know, final year with the Colts, a valiant effort. Unfortunately for him, you know, he just kind of ran into a really good Buffalo Bills team there at the end. And, um, you know, that's the unfortunate part about the playoffs is there's a lot of good teams that make it, but there can only be one winner and there can only be one loser. And unfortunately, um, you know, when you're playing a, when you're playing a team of the Buffalo Bills love like that, it's hard to come out on the, on the winning end. Yeah. And the Colts played fine. You know, Phillip grew on everybody in Indiana um, over the season. I know a lot of people's upset that he's retiring. Uh, I mean, I can see him becoming a coach in the future. Not sure it'll happen right away, but I, I think he plans on staying in Indianapolis from what I heard. I'm not sure if that's true, but I can see him becoming a coach and maybe sticking around with the Colts, kind of like what Luck does. You know, he still lives in Indianapolis and he talks to Ursa and them. So I wouldn't be surprised if we don't see Phillip either A, doing something with the Colts or, I mean, coaching in college or high schools. You know, he's just a good guy, and he should stick around in football. He has a lot of knowledge. Yeah, and it's crazy to think, like, that. you know, you look at how many guys only go to a team for one season, um, sometimes only two seasons. And, you know, it's it, what impressed me the most about, you know, Phillip's, you know, one-year run with the team is the fact that, you know, this was a very strange year. Um, there was not a lot of preparation. There was not a lot of training camp. Um, there wasn't really a lot of time for, you know, him to really able to get to know the, the fans or the, you know, the team to really get to know yeah. him. And they went out there and they put the pieces together relatively quickly, um, playing in a, in a, in a relatively strong division. Um, mind you, I mean, we didn't really know how good or bad the Texans were going to be, um, on paper, uh, you know, or well, on you know, on the field um, after the whole like blockbuster trades they did over the off season, um, we didn't really know how the Jaguars were going to look. We knew the Titans were going to be there. Um, you know, the fact that they kind of came into their own, um, you know, really out of the blue and performed the way they did, and you know, Philip really getting the 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 fans of Indy behind him. 
uh, I'm I was impressed, and uh, you know, I mean, yep. to, to have a 17 year career, um, you know, end the way that it did, and I don't think he has anything to be ashamed of. No, you know, he was only here for a season, but it just felt like he was here for more. Especially after, you know, you have Peyton Manning and Luck, and then after Luck, you just don't know what's going on. Phillip kind of came in and was that one-year savior that just – it felt right. It felt like home. He did good, you know, and I'm I'm happy for him. I think he should take a year off, figure out what he's going to do, and then come back and, and coach, like I said earlier. Um, and with that being said, what do the Colts do now? Uh, do they go with Eason? Do they go with Brissett? Do they draft a QB? Do they go Darnold? Do they go Wentz? I mean, there's a lot of options here. They're already a set team, a QB away from being, you know, an elite team. So what what do you think they do? I feel like, you know, they don't really – I mean, there's options out there in free agency, but I think that they have two perfectly good options already in their camp. Um, you know, obviously Eason, uh, Eason had a had a stellar college career. Um, drew a lot of attention, uh, got, you know, got the, you know, a a lot of people talking about him. And honestly, he was kind of one of the more unspoken rookie quarterbacks of the year. You know, he didn't really play a lot, so he didn't get to be talked about much, but, you know, he was a fantastic player in college and very underrated. Colts got a steal with him and how late they got him. The fact that the Colts not only have him, but also have a, a proven winner who's already, you know, very familiar with the Frank Reich system in Indy with, you know, Jacoby. Um, they, they have great options. Um, I, I don't think it's really a situation where they can flub or make a mistake that's going to, you know, drown the team in failure. Um, but I do think look and see what they have in Eason and Brissett first before they really go the route of free agency. That's what I would do. Uh, yeah. event of, 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 I mean, yeah, I do like the idea of Carson Wentz. I do like the idea of Sam Darnold. I mean, I, I personally don't think that Sam Darnold is completely to blame um, for, you know, how things went in New York. Not at all. But, but that being said, there's going to come a time for the Colts where spending that cap space is not going to be about, you know, hey, let's find a guy to come play quarterback for us for, you know, one or two seasons. We need to really look into having a guy that's going to be our future starter for the next 10 to 15 years and start using that cap space on, you know, offensive linemen or, or, or skill positions or, you know, maybe even getting someone out there to be with Buckner and, and Leonard and um, on the defensive side, it's it's really it's a good it's a good time to be a Colts fan because you know that going into the off season there's really a lot more good decisions than you can make bad decisions. Agreed, agreed. Oh, I mean, I like the direction they're going. I think the only one that makes sense would be Wentz to have a reunion with him and Frank. I mean, they got the right offensive line, they got the right weapons, they got the right management, they got the right everything. That's the only one that makes sense to me if you're going to go outside of the team. Um, but I would like to see what Easton can do. I'd like to see what Brissett can do again. There's options there. You know, if anything, look to draft a QB. Uh, don't go out here and spend money on that. You sh- they need to keep their offensive line going. You don't want to let that fall off because we saw they did the luck. Um, he should still be playing right now, you know, and they let him pretty much retire at the age of 30 because he was getting hit 
literally like every other play and getting hurt. So it's like, could you, could you imagine? Could you imagine how like crazy Andrew Luck's numbers would be? having the receiving core that he could have right now with not only T.Y., but Michael Pittman and, um, you know, uh, Pat, what, Pascal, is that what his yeah, name is? Yeah, and those uh, tight ends, yeah. too. Like, Molly uh, I mean, Cox came into his own. Yeah, like, when you and, – and then, and then you know, you have an amazing backfield with, you know, Jonathan Taylor, and it's like – when you just look at, like, what that team has, I mean, yep. luck, luck would – Luck would probably be an offensive player of the year candidate every year with this with this lineup. Yeah, I mean, he was going for that running without this lineup. So with this, I mean, he, you know, he could have thrown for 40 plus, you know, it, it, it was that. Yeah, with this team, he could have done it. Um, but I like the direction the Colts are going. in. I don't think they can go in any wrong direction. Just make the right decision. And they're right back in the hunt. You know, they're OK with with Phillip, but. Hey, you know, Josh Allen coming into his own, which we'll get a little bit into him later. That dude came out of nowhere. Um, I did state on Facebook that I knew he was going to take this leap, but, man, he is a beast, and I like the direction they're going. They're, they're going to be a great team in the future. Yeah, I like what Josh is bringing to the table in Buffalo. Um, you know, he's he's definitely done some things that – you know, a lot of people did not think he was going to do in, in, in the pros. A lot of people thought he was going to be a very high profile bust. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and, and the fact that, you know, he's really came into his own in, in, in Buffalo, he's fought through some, you know, some anemic times with the offense, but he kept persevering. And finally that paid off because then they went and they got him a nice little target by the name of Stefan Diggs. Oh yeah. And, and, and now it's like, Game away from the Super Bowl, bro. Like from the Super Bowl, and and it's and some people question if they haven't already made it to the Super Bowl, depending on you know if if Mahomes even gets to play in the AFC title game. That's huge. I I hope he does because I would love to see Allen versus Mahomes, but I don't know. I don't know. He so far from what I've seen, he's in the right direction of playing. Um, I don't think his his toe injury is that bad. I think it's more just the concussion protocol, like we got to see what the NFL says, you know, I don't, if he can't play, they don't need to rush him. The chiefs, you know, you're, I get it. You know, you want to go back to back, but you can win next year. So like, you know, keep him safe. That, that dude's a beast. He's probably one of the best quarterbacks I've ever seen play the game. Yeah. I mean, he's already made his money. You know, he's already got it there. You know, you already got your money's worth out of him to start off, you know, the first year of his new high, high priced contract by getting to the AFC title game with them. So, I mean, as long as you're winning playoff games with them and getting where you need to be, Hey, if, if, he, if he's got to sit out a week and you got to gamble on Chad Henney being the guy to get you to the Super Bowl, if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. I personally don't see it happening. Uh, I mean, I feel like the Buffalo Bills are more than likely going to wind up winning. Uh, if, if with Mahomes not playing, I see them winning like 27 to 13. Um, if if Mahomes does play, uh, I think the Chiefs beat the Bills thirty-one to twenty-eight. Yeah, I, I think it's. I, I hope he plays. You know, it's come on. I mean, we're, it's the Chiefs. You want to see Mahomes throw the ball sixty yards to Travis Kelsey. That's what we want to see. So, you know, I, I'm hoping he does. If he doesn't, you know, it'd be fun to see the Bills and the Super Bowl. But if not, eh, it is what it is. Just rest him. Have him ready for next year. Don't rush him back to the point where, you know, you're going to ruin his career like 
the, the Colts did luck. You know, you come on, you got to protect that guy. Yep. He's a once in a lifetime QB. Like you don't see people like him. Yeah, and it's crazy to see how good he is. I mean, I I knew he was going to be good. I heard you know amazing things about him, even when he was riding the pine behind Alex Smith. But you know, to see where he is now, um, to see what he's awesome. accomplished, it's 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 amazing. And I mean, as much as it pains me, because obviously being another team in the AFC West that now is on the upswing, you know, um, you know, to to thwart Denver. Uh, you know, he's, he's playing out of his mind. Yeah. Um, and I, like, like we were talking about, just, just protect the guy. You can't allow that. And it, like, I would like to see either team in the Super Bowl. I, I mean, the Chiefs would be fun to see them go back to back. It would be fun to see the Bills come in and they haven't been in the playoffs in, I don't know how long. And then the one time they get back, they, have a chance for the Super Bowl. See, for me, I, I for me, I would like to see the Bills go just because like I I mean not only do I want to see, you know, the Bills finally break the curse, like finally get a, you know, get a Super Bowl. You know, it's like it's like it's like groundhog day with the Bills, like make it to the yeah. Super Bowl and lose. And you know, I, I would like to see Stefan Diggs get a ring. Um you know the dude is is just is, is just a gamer. You know he 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 does not care what he has to do. Um, you know it doesn't matter how long you try to hold him down, he will eventually get his, and he will explode for a big play. And that's why I'd like to see you know out of everybody that you know needs a, I'd like to see get a ring out of that. I'd like to see Stefan Diggs get himself a ring. He deserves oh, yeah. one. Um, you know it was good to see him kind of get you know his little his little stint over there in Buffalo and, and for the fact that they, they got him for, you know, cheap is insane. Um, you know, it's definitely a special player. Yeah. It's, it's, it's definitely going to be interesting to see that. Um, now I know you're probably wanting to talk about is the other side of that. Uh, I, do. I can't wait for that. You know, long time Packers fan, you know, I've known you since, you know, Middle school, middle school, but even yeah. but you've been a Packers fan since you know way before that, obviously. Um, you know, Aaron Rodgers potentially the MVP of the season. Uh, you know, going up against the six ring goat, it's it's gonna be a it's I think it's gonna be a shootout, man. It's it's gonna be a gunsling, uh, to... definitely closer than what people think. He Tom Brady's gonna play fine in the cold, you know, I think it's supposed to snow in like the 20s. But Tom Brady's fine, Gronk's fine, He's, and then they got AB. Yeah, pe- picked it up big time. Pe- people forget, you know, Tom won a lot of those AFC championship games, and you know, in 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 Boston, you know, and uh, you know he uh, he he doesn't. I don't think he, despite saying what he said earlier in the year about being glad he don't have to deal with. Uh, New England winners again. I think he's going to be perfectly fine knowing that all those New England winners prepped his body to be ready to go out there and compete in the 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 snows of Lambeau to get a uh, to get another trip to the Super Bowl. Yeah, and what's even crazier is this is the first time that Rodgers has had an NFC Championship game at Lambeau, and that's just shocking to me. Like you look at yeah. you look at all the accomplishments, all the playoff wins, and 
it's just shocking to me that this is the first time he's ever competed in an NFC championship game at yep. Lambeau. So I think that right there is going to have some motivation. I think he's going to, I think he's going to play perfect. And I think Brady's going to play great, but Rogers is going to have that slight edge. Um, I think the Packers defense is underrated. I think, Alexander is going to shut down one of those guys. I would personally probably, I mean, you got to put him on Evans. You have to, but uh, I'm excited to see this. I think the Packers pull it out by three to seven points. I mean, it's going to be a close high scoring game. Yeah. I think what it comes down to is eventually one of the teams is going to have to be able to keep the other, you know, the other offense off the field. And right now I feel like the team that has the best ability to do that is green Bay, keeping Tampa Bay off the field. You know, you look at what they have aerial wise, you know, in terms of all their targets. And then you obviously look at what they have in Aaron Rodgers, but then you look at their running attack. Um, you know, they, they've got, they've got Jones, they've got Dylan, they've got Williams, uh, you know, they've got all these guys that they can rely on to get the, you know, get the ground game going. And when I think what's, what that's going to come down to is I think you're going to see one of the highest scoring conference championship games ever. But I think towards the end, I think the Packers are going to be able to grind out the clock a lot better than the Buccaneers. And that's why I think that, the the Packers are going to be the ones that represent the NFC in you know the Super Bowl. I think what I think my score prediction, I think I said forty two to thirty five, um, was was kind of the prediction that I'd been kind of you know tossing around. Was you know I wanted to see you know one of those high scoring games where Rodgers and Brady, like you said, they're going to play absolutely perfect, but Rodgers wants it more. Rodgers wants to get a second yep. ring. It's been far too long, and he's going he's gonna to have a lot more to prove with it being in his house, and there are obviously going to be people there at Lambeau. Um, a lot. You know, it's, it, yep. it's, it, it's going to be one of, them, one of them times he's going to play with a lot more passion. Um, I mean, not that he doesn't play with passion, but play with a lot more passion than he normally does, and I think that's going to fuel the Packers to an NFC championship. Yep, I'm excited for it, man. I this is gonna be a great one. I mean, this is this is my Super Bowl, but I would like to see Rogers Mahomes. That would be so fun. I mean, come on, like you want, you know, Mahomes is, as a young Rogers, like he reminds me of him. So I'm okay with honestly as a Packer fan, I want to see them, but I'm okay with any of the four teams. In the hey, Super Bowl. hey, State Farm wants to see uh, uh, Rogers and Mahomes Super Bowl. So yeah, yeah. I mean, they're. <laughs> I mean, that's a payday right there. So yeah. Them commercials are going to be lit. Yep, I, I I like the I like it. I like all the teams. I I don't hate Tom. You know, there's a lot of people in Indiana hate him. I don't have a problem with him. Um, he proved he proved that he's great. You know, a lot of people speculated that him going to Tampa was going to be like the end of his career. And it's like, man, he looks good. He hasn't looked this good in a little while. So I think he has a couple of years in him. Rogers can play for five five more years. Like he's. I, you know, I know why they drafted Jordan Love was to get him going, but, you know, I don't even, I, <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if Love never even fucking starts the game for the Well, and I, like, it wouldn't surprise I think me. the Packers, too, you know, the Packers are one of those organizations, they really know how to find somebody to win ball games when they need to find yeah. somebody to be the next guy up at, you know, a quarterback. And that's kind of one thing I've always kind of admired about, 
you know, these, these more storied franchises is they know how to get somebody at the position that's going to continuously, you know, win ball games for them, make the playoffs for them. Um, yep. You know, they've always done the, the right thing in terms of getting to where they need to be. And, you know, you look at the Steelers, you know, you look at um, you look at the Packers, you know, you look at all these storied teams that, you know, have um, have a lot of Super Bowls underneath their belts. Um, most of them right now are getting back in the upswing of being in the contention yep. for playoffs. Yeah, I mean, they've had their QBs. I mean, look at the Packers. They I mean, Favre and Rodgers in the last what? 25 years you know they they've had just two starters pretty much unless one of them gets hurt but you know that that's just you know they know what to do and and what's and what's always been good is they always knew they always know how to take their their guys that kind of like their fill-ins like for instance the packers with like kaiser and matt flynn guys that kind of came in and you know took over when you know rogers went down or you know far went down or whatever um, yep. and they've always, and, and, and they've all, and, and, they and, and they've always learned how to maximize. They've, uh, always learned how to maximize their profit, um, off of those guys. And that's, yeah, what's always yeah. been impressive with green Bay is they've, that you don't really see green Bay spend a lot of money on free agents, but you see them, but you see them Not make a lot of trades. You see them make a lot of moves and most of their, you know, most of their trades work out, you know, and, and that's just when, when you, when you have a franchise that's yep. run like that, it's not hard to see why the Packers have been consistently one of the most winning teams in the NFL. You know, they're very homegrown. They, they draft a lot of good players. I mean, look at Tanyan who, 11 touchdowns like how do you not make a pro bowl so you know and he came out of nowhere i like him you know he's from indiana state good player but honestly there's a lot of speculation that they want to go after Ertz. they tried to trade for him but with this injury and the season they couldn't get him um and that leads me also to like what do you think they're going to do with aaron jones i mean it's a crowded backfield and they got like a yeah and the problem right is now. they're going to have you know three guys that are eventually at some point going to want to get paid um you know, Dylan obviously yep. being the, you know, the last of those three because he's obviously, you know, he's he's younger. So he's going to have to wait a little bit longer for, you know, the, the big contract. But, um, you know, it's, it's a really hard situation for Green Bay right now because you don't really want to see any of those guys go. Aaron Rodgers, or not Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Jones, um, you know, he's he's an impact player in and of himself. We've seen it. Um, you know, it doesn't matter when it is. The guy knows how to make big plays. It, I mean, it's almost it's almost crazy yep. sometimes yep. because he'll they'll use him as a receiver, and you forget sometimes that he is listed as a running back. Um, he's that good. He's, yeah, he'll he can get a fifty yard receiving touchdown he, and then a fifty yard rushing. He's touchdown just he's he's an game. offensive weapon, and you know, it's going to be one of those guys that I feel like Green Bay is going to be really kind of biting their nails on. Cause it's like, do we really want to let this guy go? I mean, yeah, we got Jamal, you know, Jamal Williams over there. You know, we got, you know, we got AJ Dillon over there, but it's like, yeah. He's still Aaron Jones. You got, you got to, you got to free and feed Aaron Jones. Um, 
Rumor is they offered him a big contract and turned it down. I think he wants more money, and I don't blame him. You know, he's proved his worth in two seasons. And A.J. Dillon has looked fantastic at the end of the year. I think it's time to give him a chance, and you can throw Jamal Williams behind him as insurance uh, to kind of help him out as a mentor. You know, you let Jones go. You can't give him all that money. And then you also got to think about Devontae Adams' future. And, you know, if Jones has got to go – AJ Dillon's look fine. You know, you can bring somebody in for a year, like Mark yeah. or something. Yeah, I, I mean, like they and yeah, you know, it's like I said. You know, they they have enough youth and kind of enough kind of depth in the back that they can kind of afford to you know look at it and go next guy up. Um, you don't you don't want to see a guy yeah, like Aaron yep. Jones go, but I mean, unfortunately, that's the that's the that's the dirty business side of the NFL. It is. And they, you don't draft a, a running back in the second round if you're not going to play him. I mean, you know, when he went out there and rushed for, I think it was like 130-something yards or whatever, they didn't miss a beat. Like, you would have never – like, you would have been like, oh, they're fine. You know, that's that's Aaron Jones out there. But it was A.J. Dillon who absolutely tore it up. And he's built, bro. He is built like – You know that? You know what that kind of reminds me of, though? I mean, you look at another guy that used to be a, uh, kind of that, that brick house kind of figure running back for the Packers, uh, an old name that you'll probably remember, Ryan Grant. I mean – uh, I mean, yep. that was a guy uh, yep, yep. that I mean, I remember watching him play for the Packers and they were playing. I think they were playing a preseason game against the Colts. And obviously that was back when they had like Bob Sanders and all the guys for the defensive side for the Colts. And I remember one time just yep. watching Bob Sanders try to go in for like one of them patented shoulder tackles on Ryan Grant. And I mean, with all due respect to Bob. Bob was an amazing player, but I've never seen a guy bounce off somebody like a bug on a windshield like he did Ryan Grant. Man, I, I know. So I'm excited for the Packers future. They, you know, I wish they would have drafted a receiver in the first round. Jordan Love, I get it. Um, but Rodgers, man, he's killing it. And I'm just excited for the future. The Packers are going the right direction. And LaFleur, an amazing coach. I love the direction they're going. So. I don't know. I, I'm excited. I'm excited. I can't wait for this weekend. Uh, Tom versus versus Aaron. You know, that's you can't beat that. Yeah, that's that, prime that's, time that's television. Money right there. And uh, I mean, unless it's like I said, unless Mahomes plays, um, that AFC Championship game, in my opinion, is. Uh, I mean, yeah, I know it's any given Sunday. I shouldn't. I shouldn't say it's all about locked up for the Bills, but I mean, I'm I'm not exactly thrilled about the comparison matchup between Josh Allen and Chad Henney. <laughs> I know, I know, you know, but it is what it is. You know, the Chiefs are still a really good team. They got Andy Reid, a really good coach. Um, I can see them probably running a lot and throwing short, so. Uh, Kelsey will probably get a lot of targets if Mahomes is out. I mean, even if Mahomes is there, he will, but you know what I mean? Like, eh, I think, I think it'll be a little bit better than what people think, but bills are still going to, they're going to double. I mean, it's just what's going to happen. Exciting. Very exciting. Uh, the four teams in it are great. I hope Mahomes plays, you know, if he does, oh man, we got a, we got a really good Super Bowl lined up. I agree. So, I mean, is there anything else you want to talk about sports-wise? I mean, we covered it. Well, I know. Uh, I, I think you mentioned talking about the uh, the Karis the, the Karis Levert situation. 
I I I, that I, right cannot, there, yes, I can't that, believe it. I hate I hate it for that band, dude. That that's that that just, that just sucks. Like, you know, I just think that you know, like even from like his perspective, like I, it just boggles my mind. Did they did they ever even come out and? And announce like what they found out that mass was if it was just like fluid or it was I don't think it was nothing major. I know he's getting surgery, but you know what? This trade kind of saved his life. Yeah, I mean that is scary. Um that. you know, you you don't And they got they got extra second round pick too. So they got Levert, two second round picks and yeah, it... cash considerations. I was uh so the base was I okay. was a little surprised that, you know, the Pacers kind of took it in stride the way they did because when you look at when you look at everything that happened, I mean, yeah, they did get you know a few other things out of it, but I mean, I think you know Levert was kind of one of the the, the big fancy pieces there. It's like you know th- this is a guy that you know we could yeah. potentially build around, and then you know especially considering that you lose Depot out of it, which I know Depot did say he wanted to leave the Pacers, but. Um, yeah, yeah, that was. I mean, you, you know, for him wanting to leave, it was his last year. You, the Pacers struck gold, but the Pacers have they've had a rough time with injuries. I mean, you had Paul George, you had Oladipo, now you got Levert, you had T.J. Warren. You know, you had Sabonis last year in the bubble. Now Miles Turner's out day to day with a fracture. Man, they they're such a good team, I, but they can I think never part stay of that too has to issue. do with you know they didn't get a lot of rest after, you know, the playoffs, when you really look into when the playoffs ended and when they started the season back up, this was actually one of the shorter off seasons that they've had. Um, You know, I I think that that can really put a lot of, you know, strain on your body. A lot of people were downplaying the bubble playoffs. Um, You know, they were I know some people uh, that I personally talked to thought that it wasn't the actual playoffs, that it was just pick up basketball and stuff like that. And and I think that's entirely untrue. it was you know, good. It was well, well put together. You're dealing with anything that involves the NBA playoffs and the finals. I don't think for a second that those guys are playing like it's just leisure pickup basketball. Um, you know, you have to look at it from they all want to go out there and win a ring. These guys are hungry. They wanted to start the playoffs. They wanted to go out there and prove that they were the best team. Yeah. And when you get into a situation like that where – um, personally, I think it motivated them even more and made the competition even better um, in the bubble because it, there wasn't, you know, there wasn't really yeah. the situation of, you know, fan ambience and, you know, all these kind of third party things kind of interfering with the game. Um, you know, I, I think it really made it about who's got the better team in seven games. You know, let's see what you got. Um and we saw some people come out and really turn into their own player, like Lever. I mean, he had a good season, but he took off on the bubble. Uh, Michael Porter Jr. And there's some players that are now being recognized because of the bubble. You know, they got their chance. And I like the bubble. I think they did a fantastic job with it. I know the G League just started up, and they're going to do a bubble. But you know, that was that was good. And other 
other like NFL, MLB, they should take notes on that. You know, uh, even though the NFL did good, you know, I'm surprised we had a full season. Yeah, I, I mean, didn't it, think we would, it, it, there, I think that's it, the it one thing that together. I, I got to give credit to a lot of the sports leagues on this year is, um, you know, even, you know, going towards something that I really like is like, uh, you know, uh, Premier League soccer. Um, you know, all those all those leagues did a really fantastic job of, you know, setting up regulations, getting these guys out there, you know, having, you know, protocols in place. If people, you know, they're, they, they, they get traced or, you know, they get, they, they test positive or anything like that because it can, you know, it, if it's not done properly, it can derail the whole season, you know, and, 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 we don't and, no and that's why, so, yeah, you know, I personally won't complain about, you know, how some of the hiccups have gone this year, just because it could have easily, you know, gone downhill and come off the rails, you know, in like week two, week three, of the NFL, you know, it's, it's, it's what it's a, it's a very fine line to walk right now. And, um, you know, hopefully in, you know, a year or two. Uh, we can all sit back and relax and watch fans at the game and maybe, you know, go to, a, you know, Pacer game or two here and there. And it, it, it you know, but, but, you know, it, it takes time and, you know, we just got to be grateful for what we've been given uh, with, with, with the sports sports leagues this year. Cause it easily could have been a year without no sports. Yep. So I'm, I'm happy with it. You know, it is what it is. It's been rough. Rough year, but it's 2021, and it's starting off all right. You know, we uh, saw the new presidency stuff going on. We got this. We got the. I mean, we got the NFL games this weekend. We have the NBA going on, and you know, I, I'm a fan of it. 2021 starting off all right, um, and I hope it just continues to get better. You know, people wear your mask. You know, yep. let's beat this together. But that's what it is. So. I mean, do you have anything else? I mean, do you want to wrap this up? I know it's been about 30 minutes. Uh, we went over some good stuff. Um, we'll p- probably make another episode after the games and then and just keep talking. I mean, if you guys want to be a guest, let us know. I mean, we'll bring you on. You can talk with us. Yeah. I mean, this I mean, is my fun. first time on here. I was, uh, I was actually, I wasn't expecting to be on, but I was glad that, uh, I was glad that you gave me the opportunity to do so. And, uh, you know, I'm always, uh, down to be back yeah, if you ever yep. want me back. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, we usually have a Neek. Um, that's the other guy that hosts it. He's uh, pretty busy tonight, and I know it's been about a week since we put something out. So I just want to update everybody, let you know we're going to keep doing it. Uh, we'll give you all the updates that we can. Check out our Facebook, our Instagram. And if you just want to be a guest, you want to talk anything, any topics, let us know. I mean, we're here to hang out, talk sports, and have a good time. Yep, that'll be so, it for me, man. You got anything else, Logan? All right, perfect. Well, it was great having you on. Um, we'll definitely get you back in here. Uh, when you get back in Indiana, we definitely have to hang Indeed, out. Indeed, man. That's about it. All right, well, this has been Behind the Gold Podcast. This is Drew. I got Logan on. Stay, stay safe out there, guys. And you guys have a good one. You have a great night. Yep, stay safe. All right, well, this is Drew of Behind the Gold Podcast. Uh, I got a longtime buddy, Logan Riley, on tonight. Hello. So we're going to get into the NFL, um, talk a little bit about the games this weekend, Phillip Rivers, the NFL draft, trade rumors, and just quarterbacks possibly going to new teams. 
Um, we'll start off with the Philip Rivers news of him retiring, kind of leaving the Colts in awe. Not sure what they're going to do. Uh, what is your thoughts on that, Logan? Well, I think the first thing is, you know, I want to personally congratulate Philip on, you know, an amazing 17-year career. Uh, as a as a Broncos fan, uh, I know how much of a pain in the side he can be to any team that's on the opposing side of him. So, uh, I mean, the guy had a stellar career. Uh, he's he had an amazing, you know, final year with the Colts, a valiant effort. Unfortunately for him, you know, he just kind of ran into a really good Buffalo Bills team there at the end. And, um, you know, that's the unfortunate part about the playoffs is there's a lot of good teams that make it, but there can only be one winner and there can only be one loser. And unfortunately, um, you know, when you're playing a, when you're playing a team of the Buffalo Bills love like that, it's hard to come out on the, on the winning end. Yeah, and the Colts played fine. You know, Phillip grew on everybody in Indiana um, over the season. I know a lot of people's upset that he's retiring. Uh, I mean, I can see him becoming a coach in the future. Not sure it'll happen right away, but I, I think he plans on staying in Indianapolis from what I heard. I'm not sure if that's true, but I can see him becoming a coach and maybe sticking around with the Colts, kind of like what Luck does. You know, he still lives in Indianapolis, and he talks to Ursa and them. So I wouldn't be surprised if we don't see Phillip either A, doing something with the Colts or, I mean, coaching in college or high schools. You know, he's just a good guy, and he should stick around football. He has a lot of knowledge. Yeah, and it's crazy to think, like, that. you know, you look at how many guys only go to a team for one season, um, sometimes only two seasons. And, you know, it's it, what impressed me the most about, you know, Phillip's, you know, one-year run with the team is the fact that, you know, this was a very strange year. Um, there was not a lot of preparation. There was not a lot of training camp. Um, there wasn't really a lot of time for, you know, him to really able to get to know the, the fans or the, you know, the team to really get to know yeah. him. And they went out there and they put the pieces together relatively quickly, um, playing in a, in a, in a relatively strong division. Um, mind you, I mean, we didn't really know how good or bad the Texans were going to be, um, on paper, uh, you know, or well, on you know, on the field um, after the whole like blockbuster trades they did over the off season, um, we didn't really know how the Jaguars were going to look. We knew the Titans were going to be there. Um, you know, the fact that they kind of came into their own, um, you know, really out of the blue and performed the way they did, and you know, Philip really getting the 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 fans of Indy behind him. Uh, I'm, I was impressed and, uh, you know, I mean, to to have a 17 year career, um, you know, end the way that it did. And I don't think he has anything to be ashamed of. No, you know, he was only here for a season, but it just felt like he was here for more, especially after, you know, you have Peyton Manning and luck. And then after luck, you just don't know what's going on. Philip kind of came in and was that one year savior that just, it felt right. It felt like home. He did good, you know, and I'm I'm happy for him. I think he should take a year off, figure out what he's going to do, and then come back and, and coach, like I said earlier. Um, and with that being said, what do the Colts do now? Uh, do they go with Easton? Do they go with Brissett? Do they draft a QB? Do they go Darnold? Do they go Wentz? I mean, there's a lot of options here. They're already a set team, a QB away from being, you know, an elite team. So what what do you think they do? I feel like, you know, they don't really – I mean, there's options out there in free agency. 
But I think that they have two perfectly good options already in their camp. Um, you know, obviously Eason, uh, Eason had a had a stellar college career, um, drew a lot of attention. Yep. Uh, got you know got the you know a, a lot of people talking about him, and honestly, he was kind of one of the more unspoken rookie quarterbacks of the year. You know, he didn't really play a lot, so he didn't get to be talked about much. But yep. you know he was a fantastic player in college and very underrated Colts got a steal with him and how late they got him. The fact that the Colts not only have him, but also have a a proven winner who's already, you know, very familiar with the Frank Reich system in Indy with, you know, Jacoby, um, they they have great options. Um, I, I don't think it's really a situation where they can flub or make a mistake that's going to, you know, drown the team in failure. Um, but I do really look and see what they have in Eastman and Brissett first before they really go the route of free agency. That's what I would do. Uh, yeah. event, of, 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 I mean, yeah, I do like the idea of Carson Wentz. I do like the idea of Sam Darnold. I mean, I, I personally don't think that Sam Darnold is completely to blame um, for, you know, how things went in New York. Not at all. But but that being said, there's going to come a time for the Colts where spending that cap space is not going to be about, you know, hey, let's find a guy to come play quarterback for us for, you know, one or two seasons we need to really look into having a guy that's going to be our future starter for the next 10 to 15 years and start using that cap space yep. on, you know, offensive linemen or, or, or skill positions, or, you know, maybe even getting someone out there to be with Buckner and, and Leonard and um, on the defensive side. Uh, it's, it's really, it's a good, it's a good time to be a Colts fan because you know that going into the off season, there's really a lot more good decisions than you can make bad decisions. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, oh, I mean, I like the direction they're going. I think the only one that makes sense would be Wentz to have a reunion with him and Frank. I mean, they got the right offensive line. They got the right weapons. They got the right management. They got the right everything. That's the only one that makes sense to me if you're going to go outside of the team. Um, but I would like to see what Easton can do. I'd like to see what Brissett can do again. There's options there. You know, if anything, look to draft a QB. Uh, don't go out here and spend money on that. You sh- they need to keep their offensive line going. You don't want to let that fall off because we saw they did the luck. Um, he should still be playing right now, you know, and they let him pretty much retire at the age of 30 because he was getting hit literally like every other play and getting hurt. So it's like, could you imagine, could you imagine how like crazy Andrew Luck's numbers would be having the receiving core that he could have right now with not only T Y, but Michael Pittman and, um, you know, uh, Pat was Pascal. Is that what his name yeah, is? Yeah. And those uh, tight ends yeah. too. Like Molly uh, I mean, Cox came into his own. Yeah. Like when you, and, and then, and then, you know, you have an amazing backfield with, you know, Jonathan Taylor. And it's like, when you just look at like what that team has, I mean, yep. luck, luck would, luck would probably be an offensive player of the year candidate every year with this, with this lineup. Yeah. I mean, he was, going for that running without this lineup. So with this, I mean, he, you know, he could have thrown for 40 plus, you know, it, it, it was that, yeah, with this team, he could have done it. 
Um, but I like the direction the Colts are going in. I don't think they can go in any wrong direction. Just make the right decision, and they're right back in the hunt. You know, they're okay with with Phillip, but hey, you know, Josh Allen coming into his own, which we'll get a little bit into him later. That dude came out of nowhere. Um, I did state on Facebook that I knew he was going to take this leap, but man, he is a beast, and I like the direction they're going. They're they're going to be a great team in the future. Yeah, I like what Josh is bringing to the table in Buffalo. Um, you know, he's he's definitely done some things that you know a lot of people did not think he was going to do in in, in the pros. A lot of people thought he was going to be a very high profile bust. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, and 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 the fact that you know he's really came into his own in in, in Buffalo. He's fought through some you know some anemic times with the offense, but he kept persevering. And finally that paid off because then they went and they got him a nice little target by the name of Stefan Diggs. Oh yeah. And 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 now it's like game away from the Super Bowl, bro. Like from the Super Bowl. And and it's and some people question if they haven't already made it to the Super Bowl, depending on, you know, if if Mahomes even gets to play in the AFC title game. That's huge. I I hope he does, because I would love to see Allen versus Mahomes, but I don't know. I don't know. He so far from what I've seen, he's in the right direction of playing. Um, I don't think his his toe injury is that bad. I think it's more just the concussion protocol. Like we got to see what the NFL says. You know, I don't. If he can't play, they don't need to rush him. The Chiefs. You know, you're. I get it. You know, you want to go back to back, but you can win next year. So, like, you know, keep him safe. That that dude's a beast. He's probably one of the best quarterbacks I've ever seen play the game. Yeah, I mean, he's already made his money. You know, he's already got it there. You know, you already got your money's worth out of him to start off, you know, the first year of his new high, high priced contract by getting to the AFC title game with him. So, I mean, as long as you're winning playoff games with him and getting where you need to be, hey, if, if, he, if he's got to sit out a week and you got to gamble on Chad Henney being the guy to get you to the Super Bowl, if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. I personally don't see it happening. Uh, I mean, I feel like the Buffalo Bills are more than likely going to wind up winning. Uh, if, if With Mahomes not playing, I see them winning like 27 to 13. Um, if, if Mahomes does play, uh, I think the Chiefs beat the Bills 31 to 28. Yeah, I, I think it's I, – I hope he plays. You know, it's – come on. I mean, we're, it's the Chiefs. You want to see Mahomes throw the ball. 60 yards to Travis Kelsey. That's what we want to see. So, you know, I, I'm hoping he does. If he doesn't, you know, it'd be fun to see the Bills and the Super Bowl. But if not, eh, it is what it is. Just rest him, have him ready for next year. Don't rush him back to the point where, you know, you're going to ruin his career like the, the Colts did luck. You know, you come on. you got to protect that guy. Yep. He's a once-in-a-lifetime QB. Like, you don't see people like him. Yeah, and it's crazy to see how good he is. I mean, I, I knew he was going to be good. I heard, you know, amazing things about him, even when he was riding the pine behind Alex Smith. But, you know, to see where he is now, um, to see what he's awesome. accomplished, it's 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 amazing. And, I mean, as much as it pains me, because obviously being another team in the AFC West that now is on the upswing, you know, um, you know, to, to thwart Denver, uh, you know, he's he's playing out of his mind. Yeah. Um, and I, like like we were talking about, just, just protect the guy. You can't allow that. And 
Like, I would like to see either team in the Super Bowl. I I mean, the Chiefs would be fun to see them go back-to-back. It would be fun to see the Bills come in, and they haven't been in the playoffs in I don't know how long. And then the one time they get back, they have a chance to go to the Super Bowl. See, for me, I, I for me, I would like to see the Bills go just because, like, I, I mean, not only do I want to see, you know, the Bills finally break the curse, like, finally – get a you know get a super bowl you know it's like it's like it's like groundhog day with the bills like make it to the yeah. super bowl and lose and you know i would like to see stefan diggs get a ring um you know the dude is it's just is it's just a gamer you know he 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 does not care what he has to do um you know it doesn't matter how long you try to hold him down he will eventually get his and he will explode for a big play and that's why I'd like to see, you know, out of everybody that, you know, needs a – I'd like to see get a ring out of that. I'd like to see Stefan Diggs get himself a ring. He deserves oh, yeah. one. Um, you know, it was good to see him kind of get, you know, his little his little stint over there in Buffalo. And, and for the fact that they, they got him for, you know, cheap is insane. Um, you know, He's definitely a special player. Yeah, it's 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 definitely going to be interesting to see that. Um, now I know you're probably wanting to talk about is the other side of that. Uh, I do. I can't wait for that. You know, longtime Packers fan. You know, I've known you since you know middle school. Middle school but even yeah. but you've been a Packers fan since you know way before that. Obviously, um, you know. Aaron Rodgers, potentially the MVP of the season, uh, you know, going up against the six ring goat. It's, it's going to be a, it's, I think it's going to be a shootout, man. It's, it's going to be a gunsling. Uh, to... Definitely closer than what people think. He, Tom Brady's going to play fine in the cold. You know, I think it's supposed to snow in like the twenties, but Tom Brady's fine. Gronk's fine. He's, and then they got AB. Yeah. Pe- picked pe- it up big time. Pe- people forget, you know, Tom won a lot of those AFC championship games and, you know, in, in, in Boston, you know, and, uh, you know, he, uh, he he doesn't. I don't think he. Despite saying what he said earlier in the year about being glad he don't have to deal with uh, New England winners again, I think he's going to be perfectly fine knowing that all those New England winners prepped his body to be ready to go out there and compete in the 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 snows of Lambeau to get a uh, to get another trip to the Super Bowl. Yeah, and what's even crazier is this is the first time that Rodgers has had an NFC Championship game at Lambeau. And that's just shocking to me. Like you look at yeah. you look at all the accomplishments, all the playoff wins, and it's just shocking to me that this is the first time he's ever competed in an NFC Championship game at yep. Lambeau. So I think that right there is going to have some motivation. I think he's going to I think he's going to play perfect. And I think Brady's going to play great, but Rodgers is going to have that slight edge. Um, I think the Packers defense is underrated. I think Alexander is going to shut down one of those guys. I would personally probably, I mean, you got to put him on Evans. You have to, but uh, I'm excited to see this. I think the Packers pull it out by 
three to seven points. I mean, it's going to be a close high-scoring game. Yeah, I think what it comes down to is eventually one of the teams is going to have to be able to keep the other, you know, the other offense off the field. And right now I feel like the team that has the best ability to do that is Green Bay keeping Tampa Bay off the field. You know, you look at what they have aerial-wise, you know, in terms of all their targets, and then you obviously look at what they have in Aaron Rodgers, but then you look at their running attack. Um, you know, they, they've got, they've got Jones, they've got Dylan, they've got Williams, uh, you know, they've got all these guys that they can rely on to get the, you know, get the ground game going. And when I think what's, what that's going to come down to is I think you're going to see one of the highest scoring conference championship games ever. But I think towards the end, I think the Packers are going to be able to grind out the clock a lot better than the Buccaneers. And that's why I think that the the Packers are going to be the ones that represent the NFC in you know the Super Bowl. I think what I think my score prediction, I think I said forty two to thirty five, um, was was kind of the prediction that I'd been kind of you know tossing around. Was you know I wanted to see you know one of those high scoring games where Rodgers and Brady, like you said, they're going to play absolutely perfect, but Rodgers wants it more. Rodgers wants to get a second yep. ring. It's been far too long, and he's going he's gonna to have a lot more to prove with it being in his house, and there are obviously going to be people there at Lambeau. Um, a lot. You know, it's, it, yep. it's, it's going to be one of, them, one of them times he's going to play with a lot more passion. Um, I mean, not that he doesn't play with passion, but play with a lot more passion than he normally does, and I think that's going to fuel the Packers to an NFC championship. Yep, I'm excited for it, man. I this is gonna be a great one. I mean, this is this is my Super Bowl, but I would like to see Rodgers Mahomes. That would be so fun. I mean, come on, like you want, you know, Mahomes is as a young Rodgers, like he reminds me of him. So I'm okay with honestly as a Packer fan, I want to see them, but I'm okay with any of the four teams. In the hey, Super Bowl. hey, State Farm wants to see uh, uh, Rodgers and Mahomes Super Bowl. So yeah, yeah. I mean, they're. <laughs> I mean, that's a payday right there. So yeah. Them commercials are going to be lit. Yep, I, I I like the I like it. I like all the teams. I I don't hate Tom. You know, there's a lot of people in Indiana hate him. I don't have a problem with him. Um, he proved he proved that he's great. You know, a lot of people speculated that him going to Tampa was going to be like the end of his career. And it's like, man, he looks good. He hasn't looked this good in a little while. So I think he has a couple of years in him. Rogers can play for five five more years. Like he's. I, you know, I know why they drafted Jordan Love was to get him going, but, you know, I don't even, I, <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if Love never even fucking starts the game for the well, Packers. And I, like, it wouldn't surprise I think me. the Packers, too, you know, the Packers are one of those organizations, they really know how to find somebody to win ball games when they need to find yep. somebody to be the next guy up at, you know, at quarterback. And that's kind of one thing I've always kind of admired about you know, these, these more storied franchises is they know how to get somebody at the position that's going to continuously, you know, win ball games for them, make the playoffs for them. Um, yep. You know, they've always done the, the right thing in terms of getting to where they need to be. And, you know, you look at the Steelers, you know, you look at, um, you look at the Packers, you know, you look at all these storied teams that, you know, have, um, have a lot of Super Bowls underneath their belts. Um, most of them right now are getting back in the upswing of being in the contention yep. for playoffs. Yeah, I mean, they've had their QBs 
I mean, look at the Packers. They, I mean, Favre and Rodgers in the last, what, 25 years, you know, they, they've had just two starters pretty much unless one of them gets hurt, but you know, that, that's just, you know, they know what they're doing. And, they, and what's, and what's and, always been good is they always knew, they always know how to take their, their guys that kind of like their fill-ins, like for instance, the Packers with like Kaiser and Matt Flynn, guys that kind of came in and, you know, took over when, you know, Rogers went down or, you know, Favre went down or whatever. Um, yep. And they've always, and, and, and they've, and, and, they and they've always learned how to maximize. They've uh, always learned how to maximize their profit um, off of those guys. And that's yeah, what's always yeah. been impressive with Green Bay is they've, that you don't really see Green Bay spend a lot of money on free agents, but you see them, but you see them Not make a lot of trades. You see them make a lot of moves and most of their, you know, most of their trades work out, you know, and, and that's just when, when you, when you have a franchise yep. that's run like that, it's not hard to see why the Packers have been consistently one of the most winning teams in the NFL. You know, they're very homegrown. They, they draft a lot of good players. I mean, look at Tanyan who 11 touchdowns, like how do you not make a pro bowl? So, you know, and he came out of nowhere. I like him, you know, he's from Indiana state, good player. But honestly, there's a lot of speculation that they want to go after Ertz. They tried to trade for him, but with this injury and the season, they couldn't get him. Um, and that leads me also to like, what do you think they're going to do with Aaron Jones? I mean, it's a crowded backfield, and they got like a yeah. And the problem right is now. they're going to have you know three guys that are eventually at some point going to want to get paid. Um, you know, Dylan obviously yep. being the you know, the last of those three, because he's obviously, you know, he's, he's younger. So he's going to have to wait a little bit longer for, you know, the, the big contract, but um, you know, it's, it's a really hard situation for green Bay right now because you don't really want to see any of those guys go Aaron Rodgers, or not Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Jones. Um, you know, he's, he's an impact player in and of himself. We've seen it. Um, you know, it doesn't matter when it is. The guy knows how to make big plays. It, I mean, it's almost it's almost crazy yep. sometimes yep. because he'll they'll use him as a receiver, and you forget sometimes that he is listed as a running back. Um, he's that good. He's, yeah, he'll he can get a fifty yard receiving touchdown he, and then a fifty yard rushing. He's touchdown just he's he's an game. offensive weapon, and you know, it's going to be one of those guys that I feel like Green Bay is going to be really kind of biting their nails on. Cause like, do we really want to let this guy go? I mean, yeah, we got Jamal, you know, Jamal Williams over there. You know, we got, you know, we got AJ Dillon over there, but it's like, yeah, he's still Aaron Jones. You got, you got to, you got to free and feed Aaron Jones. Um, rumor is they offered him a big contract and turned it down. I think he wants more money, and I don't blame him. You know, he's proved his worth in two seasons. And A.J. Dillon has looked fantastic at the end of the year. I think it's time to give him a chance, and you can throw Jamal Williams behind him as insurance uh, to kind of help him out as a mentor. You know, you let Jones go. You can't give him all that money. And then you also got to think about Devontae Adams' future. And, you know, if Jones has got to go – AJ Dillon's look fine. You know, you can bring somebody in for a year, like Mark yeah. or something. Yeah, I, I like mean, AJ they and you know, it's like I said, you know, they they have enough youth and kind of enough kind of depth in the back that 
they can kind of afford to, you know, look at it and go next guy up. Um, you don't, you don't want to see a guy yeah, like Aaron yep. Jones go, but I mean, unfortunately that's the, that's the, that's the dirty business side of the NFL. It is. And they, you don't draft a, a running back in the second round if you're not going to play him. I mean, you know, when he went out there and rushed for, I think it was like 130 something yards or whatever, they didn't miss a beat. Like you would have never, like you would have been like, oh, they're fine. You know, that's that's Aaron Jones out there, but it was AJ Dillon who absolutely tore it up. And he's built, bro. He is built like Dillon. you know that. He's you know what that kind of reminds me of, though. I mean, you look at another guy that used to be a uh, kind of that that brick house kind of figure running back for the Packers, uh, an old name that you'll probably remember, Ryan Grant. I mean. Uh, I mean, yep. that was a guy uh, yep, yep. that I mean, I remember watching him play for the Packers and they were playing. I think they were playing a preseason game against the Colts. And obviously that was back when they had like Bob Sanders and all the guys for the defensive side for the Colts. And I remember one time just yep. watching Bob Sanders try to go in for like one of them patented shoulder tackles on Ryan Grant. And I mean, with all due respect to Bob. Bob was an amazing player, but I've never seen a guy bounce off somebody like a bug on a windshield like he did Ryan Grant. Man, I, I know. So I'm excited for the Packers future. They, you know, I wish they would have drafted a receiver in the first round. Jordan Love, I get it. Um, but Rodgers, man, he's killing it. And I'm just excited for the future. The Packers are going the right direction. And LaFleur, an amazing coach. I love the direction they're going. So. I don't know. I'm excited. I'm excited. I can't wait for this weekend. Uh, Tom versus versus Aaron. You know, that's you can't beat that. Yeah, that's that, prime that's, time. That's television. money right there. And uh, I mean, unless it's like I said, unless Mahomes plays, um, that AFC Championship game, in my opinion, is. Uh, I mean, yeah, I know it's any given Sunday. I shouldn't. I shouldn't say it's all about locked up for the Bills, but I mean. I'm I'm not exactly thrilled about the comparison matchup between Josh Allen and Chad Henney. <laughs> I know, I know, you know, but it is what it is. You know, the Chiefs are still a really good team. They got Andy Reid, a really good coach. Um, I can see them probably running a lot and throwing short. So uh, Kelsey will probably get a lot of targets if Mahomes is out. I mean, even if Mahomes is there, he will, but you know what I mean? Like, Eh, I think I think it'll be a little bit better than what people think, but Bills are still gonna they're gonna dub them. I mean, it's just what's gonna happen. Exciting, very exciting. Uh, the four teams in it are great. I hope Mahomes plays. You know, if he does, oh man, we got a we got a really good Super Bowl lined up. I agree. So, I mean, is there anything else you want to talk about sports-wise? I mean, we covered it. Well, I know. Uh, I, I think you mentioned talking about the uh, the Karis the the Karis Levert situation. I I that I, I right cannot. There, yes. I can't that, believe it. I hate. I hate it for that man, dude. That that's that that just, that just sucks. Like, you know, I just think that you know, like even from like his perspective, like I it just boggles my mind. Did they, did they ever even come out and, and announce like what they found out that mass was, if it was just like fluid or. It was, I don't think it was nothing major. I know he's getting surgery, but you know what? This trade kind of saved his life. Yeah. I mean, that is scary. Um, you know, you, you don't, 
And they got they got extra second round pick too, so they got Levert two second round picks and yeah, it, cash considerations. I was uh, so the Pacers did. I okay. was a little surprised that you know the Pacers kind of took it in stride the way they did because when you look at when you look at everything that happened, I mean, yeah, they did get you know a few other things out of it, but I mean, I think you know Levert was kind of one of the the, the big fancy pieces there. It's like you know th- this is a guy that you know, we could yeah. potentially build around and then, you know, especially considering that you lose Depot out of it, which I know Depot did say he wanted to leave the Pacers, but. Um, yeah. Yeah. That was, I mean, you, you know, for him wanting to leave, it was his last year, you, the Pacers struck gold, but the Pacers have, they've had a rough time with injuries. I mean, you had Paul George, you had Oladipo. Now you got Levert, you had TJ Warren, you know, you had Sabonis last year in the bubble. Now Miles Turner's out day to day with a fracture. Man, they they're such a good team, I, but they can I think never part of that too has to do with you know they didn't get a lot of rest after you know the playoffs. When you really look into when the playoffs ended yeah. and when they started the season back up, this was actually one of the shorter off seasons that they've had. Um, you know, yep. I, I think that that can really put a lot of, you know, strain on your body. A lot of people were downplaying the bubble playoffs. Um, you know, they were I know some people uh, that I personally talked to thought that it wasn't the actual playoffs, that it was just pick up basketball and stuff like that. And and I think that's entirely untrue. Um it was you know, good. It was well, well put together. You're dealing with anything that involves the NBA playoffs and the finals. I don't think for a second that those guys are playing like it's just leisure pickup basketball. Um, you know, you have to look at it from they all want to go out there and win a ring. These guys are hungry. They wanted to start the playoffs. They wanted to go out there and prove that they were the best team. Yeah. And when you get into a situation like that where – um, personally, I think it motivated them even more and made the competition even better um, in the bubble because it, there wasn't, you know, there wasn't really yeah. the situation of, you know, fan ambience and, you know, all these kind of third party things kind of interfering with the game. Um, you know, I, I think it really made it about who's got the better team in seven games. You know, let's see what you got. Um and we saw some people come out and really turn into their own player. Like Lever, I mean, he had a good season, but he took off on the bubble. Uh, Michael Porter Jr. And there's some players that are now being recognized because of the bubble. You know, they got their chance. And I like the bubble. I think they did a fantastic job with it. I know the G League just started up, and they're going to do a bubble. But, you know, that was that was good. And other – other like NFL, MLB, they should take notes on that. You know, uh, even though the NFL did good, you know, I'm surprised we had a full season. Yeah, I, I mean, didn't it, think we would, it, it, but there, I think that's it, the one thing that together. I, I got to give credit to a lot of the sports leagues on this year is, um, you know, even, you know, going towards something that I really like is like, uh, you know, uh, Premier League soccer. Um, you know, all those all those leagues did a really fantastic job of, you know, setting up regulations, getting these guys out there, you know, having, you know, protocols in place. If people, you know, they're, they, they, they get traced or, you know, they get, they, they test positive or anything like that because it can, you know, it, if it's not done properly, it can derail the whole season, you know, 
and 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 and, we don't and, and that's sports, why so, yeah, you know, I personally won't complain about you know how some of the hiccups have gone this year just because it could have easily you know gone downhill and come off the rails you know in like week two week three of the nfl you know it's 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 what it's a it's a very fine line to walk right now and um you know hopefully in you know a year or two uh, we can all sit back and relax and watch fans at the game and maybe, you know, go to, a, you know, a pacer game or two here and there. And it, it, it you know, but, but, you know, it, it takes time yep. and, you know, we just got to be grateful for what we've been given uh, with, with, with the sports sports leagues this year. Cause it easily could have been a year without no sports. Yep. So I'm, I'm happy with it. You know, it is what it is. It's been rough. Rough year, but it's 2021, and it's starting off all right. You know, we uh, saw the new presidency stuff going on. We got the – I mean, we got the NFL games this weekend. We have the NBA going on, and, you know, I'm a fan of it. 2021 starting off all right. Um, And I hope it just continues to get better. You know, people, wear your mask. You know, let's beat this together. That's what it is. So – I mean, do you have anything else? I mean, do you want to wrap this up? I know it's been about 30 minutes. Uh, we went over some good stuff. Um, we'll p- probably make another episode after the games and then and just keep talking. I mean, if you guys want to be a guest, let us know. I mean, we'll bring you on. You can talk with us. Yeah. I mean, this and is my fun. first time on here. I was, uh, I was actually, I wasn't expecting to be on, but I was glad that, uh, I was glad that you gave me the opportunity to do so. And, uh, you know, I'm always, uh, down to be back yeah, if you ever yep. want me back. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, we usually have a Neek. Um, that's the other guy that hosts it. He's uh, pretty busy tonight, and I know it's been about a week since we put something out. So I just want to update everybody, let you know we're going to keep doing it. Uh, we'll give you all the updates that we can. Check out our Facebook, our Instagram. And if you just want to be a guest, you want to talk anything, any topics, let us know. I mean, we're here to hang out, talk sports, and have a good time. Yep, that'll be so, it for me, man. You got anything else, Logan? All right, perfect. Well, it was great having you on. Um, we'll definitely get you back in here. Uh, when you get back in Indiana, we definitely have to Indeed, out, man. That's about it. All right, well, this has been Behind the Gold Podcast. This is Drew. I got Logan on. Stay, sa- stay safe out there, guys. You guys have a good one. You have a great night. Yep, stay safe. All right.